what's up everybody and welcome back to baseball connection so we're gonna do some updates basically some injury updates for some big name players first of which is going to be fernando tatis jr the padres are aiming for him to return by mid-august he is in the midst of his rehab assignment right now and he's knocking the rust off down there in the minors doubles and triples in his rehab games so he, he's he's ramping it up now and obviously that's what you want to see this was his third rehab game and it was his best yet he went two for two with a double and a triple a pair of walks before he left for a pinch runner in the top of the seventh inning this was on tuesday night in in texas in frisco he's playing for double a san antonio they're playing against the frisco rough riders and Tatis was originally scheduled to play center field this game, but inclement weather forced the Padres to reconsider in an effort to keep him on the dirt and off the slick outfield graph. I think that's grass. I think that's a very wise move by them. Uh, that's just another indicator of how cautious the Padres are being with Tatis in his rehab. So he's actually expected to play center field for the first time on Wednesday. So. I mean, Tatis is returning, you know, he underwent surgery to repair a fractured scaphoid bone in his left wrist on March 16. The team has avoided offering a specific timetable, but now they're saying mid-August-ish. Those are the words by manager Bob Melvin. So we'll see him in the big leagues pretty soon. In other news, Tim Anderson is out four to six weeks due to a torn ligament in his hand. So, yeah, it, this is obviously not a good one. He's going to undergo surgery on Thursday. He's going to miss four to six weeks. And, I mean, that's a bulk of the regular season, quite frankly. That puts you right up against the end of the regular season. I mean, this is terrible news for the White Sox because they are in the thick of a playoff race. They're currently 55-53. and 53. Two games behind the Twins and one game behind the Guardians in the AL Central. Two and a half games behind the Mariners for the final AL wildcard spot. So the White Sox have dealt with a lot of injuries all year long. But, you know, they've recently gotten closer to a healthy roster, relatively speaking. I mean, Luis Robert was activated from the IL last week. Outfielders Aloy Jimenez, Adam Engel, Yasmani Grandal, and closer Liam Hendricks all returned from IL stints in July, but now unfortunately their star shortstop is going to be out of commission for an extended stretch. So, yeah, I mean Tim Anderson is a star shortstop. He's he's all star. He's all star shortstop for the American League, and he's been this good since he broke out in 2019. So, I mean, right now he has a weighted runs created plus of 124, which indicates his offense has been 24% better than league average. Actually. Since since 2019, since 2019, if you go back, that's a that's a four year stretch. So they're gonna be missing this guy four to six weeks, and I mean we'll see where the White Sox are in the standings at that point. Um, you know nothing really is guaranteed, but I mean who's gonna play shortstop for these guys? Uh, Danny Mendick would have been their shortstop, but he's on the injured list right now after tearing his ACL this season in June. And then when he went down, the White Sox promoted a 22-year-old prospect by the name of 
Lenyan Sosa. And so Sosa might have to step into an everyday role with both Anderson and Mendick both out. Sosa has hit really well in the minors this year, but he's only played four big league games. So we'll see. But White Sox are going to have a huge, they're going to have huge shoes to fill here with Tim Anderson on the shelf. In other news, the Yankees placed Matt Carpenter on the 10-day injured list with a foot fracture. So he fouled the ball off his foot in the third inning against the Mariners on Monday. And it's now been revealed that he fractured his foot. Now that's it's obviously not a good sign. Now Matt Carpenter has been a huge part of the Yankees' success this season. And just as he's had a magical season. In very few plate appearances, he's hit 15 home runs and 154 plate appearances. That's 10% right there. An otherworldly slash line and just force his way into the lineup. So the Yankees are already without their primary DH, John Carlos Stanton, who's been on the shelf for a couple weeks due to Achilles tendonitis. Anthony Rizzo at first base, he's dealt with some nagging back issue in the recent days. Although he hasn't been on the injury list, and now you have Matt Carpenter. So the Yankees are hoping that they can avoid further rash of injuries because these are some big names hitting the shelf for them. Chris Sale has fractured his wrist and will miss the remainder of the season. So apparently he had a bike accident, accident on Saturday, August 6th, and he suffered a fractured right wrist. I mean, that is just the latest setback in a mounting pile of injuries for Chris Sale. Sale has made just 11 starts while playing under the five-year $145 million extension he signed back in March 2019. Now, that contract actually started in 2020 despite being signed in 2019. So since putting pen to paper on that contract, he's missed so much time. He's missed most of the games. Elbow inflammation, which eventually led to Tommy John, a stress reaction in his rib cage, a fractured pinky finger. Overall, he's pitched just 48 and a third innings in the regular season through the contract's first three years, plus another nine innings last year in the postseason. But yeah, it's just been a really rough go, rough few years for Chris Sale. He has not been healthy whatsoever. It's been downhill ever since he, ever since he helped close out the World Series victory for the Red Sox in 2018. He's just battled injuries and, and, and hasn't pitched well, really, when he's been on the mound. So he's out for the year yet again. It's just another another saga, another another chapter in the Chris Sale saga. I mean, this is like an off-the-field injury, too. That's what makes it even worse. It's not like it happened on the field, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? In other news, the Blue Jays signed Jackie Bradley Jr. So the Red Sox had released him a couple days ago, but the Blue Jays have acquired him. So that's an outfielder, and it's a major league deal. He's going to stay in the AL East. You know, his bat has been very weak this year. He's got just a 58 weighted runs created plus. And that's how JBJ lost the job to rookie Jaron Duran. In center field in recent months. And yeah, just not much offense production at all from Jackie Bradley Jr. But maybe he'll he'll see some run with the Blue Jays. Obviously, I think they're going to mainly use him for his glove because they have plenty of bats out there in Toronto already. So those are the updates we have for today. Just a short one, but 
keeping you in the loop. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.